Come Saturday, I'm about to be look vaccinated. I get my second dose, so I'm about to be in the building. I'm really looking forward to it. I got a little laundry list of things, and with this, this just brings me to my next point. Bruh, it's been like over a year since the last time I broke bread in a restaurant. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to look going to the stadium. I might catch me like a little Pelicans remix or catch me some little baseball. Then I'm really looking forward to hitting that road. I cannot lie, taking this show on the road. But I'm still paranoid. I still think it might be some flim flam with them shots. But look, I'm in the building. I did my little civic duty. I did myself well. I'm in the building. <laughs> I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo. Nice. It's your boy, Raj Move. Wow, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Hey, bro. Uh, um, Rumble. I remember, nigga. Shout out. I, no, no, I remember, yeah. nigga. I remember, nigga. <laughs> Los, I remember, nigga. I remember y'all. So? I know so, y'all. So? So? We ain't forgot. We ain't forgot you used to say don't get no vaccine. We ain't forgot, nigga. Yeah. We ain't forgot you was talking about your, your arm falling off. We ain't forgot. Well, the thing what is, you think what, what, is what, <laughs> 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 fuck y'all. Hey, the thing is, if, if, we 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 were just trying to make sure y'all once y'all you went and got them shots and everybody around you getting them shots and you just kind of watching them and seeing if they're still alive, that man still speaking and stuff. You know, he can walk with the same little pep. You like, okay, this shot might not be so bad. So we just had to see it before we believed. That's all. Relax, man. Now what happened if it happened now? No. I'm fighting I'm fighting Al and Jay Harry. So you got the, <laughs> so you got the shot for Al? No, I got the shot for my family, but I'm I'm fighting them niggas. <laughs> you still gonna fight us. Raj, it yes. sounds like that means you just, the you the last of the Moricans at this point, Raj. That's what it looked like, man. Ooh wee. That's what it looked like. They said, I, "Hey, that boy, Ross could have been got that shot if he really wanted it." How? Just put on that. You got Luke. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Now you see. Did we talk about? Now this? what if they said, "Like put on there that you got." Now what if they said, "Like you know, at your job that you might could get a promotion, but the only way you could even be eligible to get the promotion is if you get that shot." Nah. Then I probably will hustle a little harder to get it. Okay, that's all I wanted to hear. Or, or, or your career or advancement them to was provide. based upon your I would shot. ask them to provide it for me. Y'all want me like that? Then make like make it easy. But what if the boys say, "Well, get somebody else, man. You want this opportunity. You want to come up here with mm. us." Yeah. Then I'm calling my lawyer. <laughs> no, it's not how it works. Is, I wonder if that is like a like an equal opportunity thing, like a a discriminatory hire thing. If people don't have the shot and you don't. Hire. Mm, well, listen. You can make any, anything uh, discriminatory to hire you now. <laughs> well, I mean, I think. Anything. I mean, but you you asking that? I think it is because I feel like we take a we take a, a little kind of assessment when we when we get new jobs and it's like, hey, you okay? You you black, non Hispanic, and you don't have a shot, and you. <laughs> but they they list off like a um they list off like a list of like sicknesses. 
this nigga say you black non-Hispanic. <laughs> well, that's I'm saying. That's what it is. I, I, I know. know what, I know that's that what means, it is. I know. What I'm saying. I know exactly what you said. <laughs> Non-Latinx. I get you. You. You regular. But then black. the next one is like, do you have any of these these sicknesses? Because if you do, we can't discriminate. <laughs> but we want to know yeah. if you got them. But we want to know if you got that gangster. I think that that COVID is a, a, yeah, like I think it's a medical thing that, you know, that they're not supposed to, it gets a little touchy with your, what you want to do with that. And I think that there's a large swath of society who would be adamantly in, um, opposed to any kind of restrictions on anything based upon not having a vaccine. I think that that's a, um, yeah, I don't think you could. I I think it's a very interesting point. I mean, I was bringing it up to be facetious, but I think that it's a, like nobody could tell you you got to get a shot because this is America. But big picture, we we want we want things to get back to normal, cousin. So we want y'all to get a shot. Everybody, yeah. I want all of y'all to get a and, shot, cousin. <laughs> and, and, and and back back to Rumble's point, it, it was a list of things I couldn't wait to just mm-hmm. kind of be in the midst somewhere. I still haven't been there yet, but just in the midst around more than you know twenty people or so. With no mask on that and part. feel like I'm a, I'm alright. Like I'm alright. I'll be alright. You know what I mean? Like well being a raw and then you go really eat at a restaurant and sit at the bar and I'd be like, uh y'all ain't no table all the way in the back, 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 back somewhere? Oh no, no outside tables? Nah, that's good. I'm okay. I'm assuming I'm assuming I'm it's cool. hot at one of these bars. Hmm. Like very hot. It gotta be. Why do you assume that right? Because want- <laughs> he said he wanted to be in the mist. <laughs> mist. It must be. It must be in Denver. I mean, in um, Phoenix with the little mist outside the, uh, the car. Um, <laughs> Disney World. I mean, I think in the big picture, like thinking about it, I think I've been to a few. Not even. I think I know I've been to a few clubs. Not clubs. I'm sorry. Bars and restaurants during the pandemic. But it's always been like I'm at a hotel away from somewhere, and it's like there's certain mm-hmm. rules about. Who could be where? And then I wear my mask all the way to the table. And I take it off when I'm at the table eating and then put it back on. So I've done that just not a lot. You know, like in the big picture, it's not a lot of times that I've been in that place. So all of that to say, Los, I think I'm with you. One of the things that I long for the most is that turn up atmosphere Mm -hmm. of... Of like a of like best friend weekend was with just yeah yeah forty fifty people around and being able to into to interact without um without a mask like I was I yeah. we did a um, what you call it a virtual daddy visit with the with the with the lady who delivered the baby the other day and that's the first time I ever saw her in a virtual daddy so that's the first mm-hmm. time I ever saw her face and I was like oh that's yeah. what you look like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've been seeing they, this woman hey, for months. They, you, the Never funny part about the face. mask, you you would think somebody look a certain way with that mask exactly. on, exactly. And they take that mask on, you'd be like, "Whoa, oh, that's how okay." That's how you. And look. I, then I start thinking like, "Damn, do you? How are you looking at me exactly. with this mask?" Exactly. Like they, I wonder, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you are a uh, like like you know how some boys they say you be hat fishing. I wonder if anybody mm-hmm. mat, mask fishing out here, cutting like yeah. Do you think in in what level, Raj? Like, I mean, like, let's say, what would you say on a scale of one to ten? You can't say seven. I'm coming, Samuels, <laughs> and you can't say seven, man. I'm just talking shit. Like, do you think you add or lose value with the mask? Each one of y'all, I'm curious. Uh, Raj, I'll start with you. Do you think you nicer with that mask? Like, people think you're nicer than what you actually are, or you are less nice? Cutting them way more nice. Without the mask, okay. Man. I don't like. Okay. I don't like because cause, cause you talked about hat fishing and mask fishing, and I feel like if I'm hat fishing, then I'm all the way garbage. But like, 
because I couldn't like all you could see is nothing, you know. So so when I have the mask on, cause I want I want I want people to see my face. Like I want I want you to see how I look. Los, like how I look. Los. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm a lot more nicer without the mask. I don't think my eyes, uh, the way my eyes look, it, it don't it don't get, it don't do me no justice. I'm 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 nice with a hat on too though, but uh, especially if it's backwards, I'm nice like that. I, but nah. let's go with the with pausable the, mo- the pausable moment with the mask. What say that? <laughs> now, but with the mask, ah, yeah, I'm hurting. I look like probably uh like a dope fiend or something. I don't know. Let's go. Let's go pausable know. moments. I think that if we polled, just listening to y'all two and y'all rationale, if we polled a hundred. Niggers in this street. I feel like every single one of them would say what y'all are saying. And if we polled a hundred women, I feel like every single one of them would say what y'all are saying. I'm, I'm way more nice without that mask. I nah, think I think, I think that it's a lie. I think that some mm-hmm. people are more nice with that mask with on. With the mask on. Los, you might be one of them people. And this is the reason I'm gonna tell you. I think you got I think you got this the pausable moment. I think you got nice full eyelashes, bruh. And I think that some people, <laughs> I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna look at you and be like, "Ooh, I wonder what's under there." <laughs> big fat face. <laughs> and then, then you open that mask and then you see that big fat cheek scutting you. <laughs> Mouth full of biscuits, ass. They be liking it though. They don't y'all don't know they be liking them cheeks. But uh, related to them chipmunks from. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said you was Al- Aldo nice. Cheeks. Must be Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe liking them cheeks, boy. Why y'all hating him like them cheeks? I, I, yeah, uh, I mean, nah, I do I think, think so. I do think that like masks could be, and 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 I mean, I think this is easy to say. Um, masks could be like you know the new. I don't feel like putting makeup on. I'm gonna just wear my mask because mm. it's a little bit more normalized. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? And like back in the day, like like I said, it was only Asians at one point in time that was really wearing masks in the in these streets. Older, I think in 2025. When we not wearing masks no more, um, that it might not be uncommon to see a chick in you know Walmart with a mask. I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing my mask on. Straight up. Yeah, I don't want nobody to see my face. Like future. Well, they throw hats on for that. Now. I don't think that's gonna be. They throw hats on. Which yeah, you, I mean, you, don't know, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. We speculating right now. Yeah. We hats are a thing and will be a thing. Masks might. Them things might you lose. He might be on to something. They might throw that mask on and that hat because they didn't put nothing on. It's just like, let me go to this. Don't want to see nothing. And shades. And if anybody asks us, I, I'm sick. I was coughing today, so I just put on a mask. Now leave me alone. <laughs> uh, and they would burn my booty. That, I mean, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't there quite yet. But that that's literally, that's a funny thing. I mean, I'm thinking about something you just said, Raj. And, um, and I, I don't want to leave that point too quick. Let me just say this. I think somebody out there feels me. I think y'all agree with my sentiment about that, that not everybody is less nice. I think I'm more nice without the mask, obviously. I think that somebody sees me without the mask, they're like, oh, that's how you look. But I don't think that's the case for everybody. Some people are like, oh, that's how you look. It's it's, it's a thing. I'm, but, Raj, you just said something. Without the mask. You just said something about Asian people wear masks. Um, used to wear masks, cutting, and I was going to tell you about stuff that AAPI hate. Um... I saw a post the other day. What do y'all think about this? This, you know, isn't on my list of things. But it says, how come you think you never saw somebody say stop all hate when they had those things talking about stop Asian hate? (laughs) What's y'all thoughts on that? 
Why have you never seen Stop All Hate? Cutting, I'm going to say this. This is probably like super wild to say, but I just, I just, I just really think, I just think that they got more instances of, of black crime, like, like black hate. And it's like, I, I really think that whenever people say all lives matter, it's, it's not, it's not like they don't think black lives matter. It's I, I, y'all, y'all getting too wild. Y'all getting too strong. And, mm-hmm. and, and I gotta say something in rebuttal. Cause this is, I feel like I'm being attacked. Mm. I don't that- feel like there's enough instances of, uh, of the Asian hate that that's publicly known. Like maybe there is, maybe, maybe it's equal. Maybe it's the same exact amount of hate, but I just don't know about it. And I don't think the masses know enough about it to feel threatened. When I say the masses, I mean, white people, you know, I thought I, you I meant, think- I thought you meant like what they were in the airport, the masses. But go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm actually talking about what they do on church. Sunday. They go to masses. Yeah. They go, not when they weigh themselves, <laughs> cutting. They get their masses. But go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, whenever they were slaves. Um, <laughs> they masses. They masses. masses. Yeah. You win. You win. Go ahead, Raj. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I don't know if I ever formally got to tell you congratulations after you went to uh, the University of Houston getting your masters. Um, <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm done with I'm, it. I'm done. I said what I had to say. I, I just don't I think that there's I enough said. instances for for um for the people that feel threatened enough to say all lives matter. I don't think that there was enough public instances for them to feel threatened enough to say stop all hate. What you, you think, Los? I think the like kind of to Roger's point, I think the big part is they anything when it concerns black people, they they they're gonna try to shoot it down. They don't, nah, y'all ain't about to have this big move without us trying to include everybody else. With, with, especially with the Asians and things of that nature. I think uh, for the majority, they're kind of cool with where they are in, in the world because they, I mean, you know, they kind of keep to themselves. They have their own community. They set their own communities pretty much wherever they go. They hire their own people. You know, they they do what they do. I don't, I don't think, especially with as, as rapid as ours came out, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, we marching, we doing all these things. They was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Y'all doing way, way, way too much for y'all to be on this thing, just, you know, with all this going on and us not try to, you know, de-escalate it and say, no, no all lives matter. No, nah, uh-huh. y'all not getting it by yourself. So I, I think if I it. combine both of y'all statements, I, I don't have too much to add to that. I think you guys are hitting the nail on the head. Um, yeah, there was some Japanese internment things that happened in the, in the 20s. Yes, of course. There's some there's um, stereotypes about Asian people that are that are harmful and hateful. I, I definitely agree with it. I just don't think there's the systematic racism in this country against Asian mm-hmm. people. I think that at some point it became normalized to feel like Asian people are a part of the not minority anymore. So mm-hmm. I think that people don't feel, and I think Raj was kind of leaning towards this. People don't feel threatened by Asian people trying to mm-hmm. asking for it to be equal rights because they don't feel like like when you do something bad and i think our country has done something bad to black people for so long you feel like damn Mm. we shouldn't have did that but you also feel like well i didn't do it personally so man them people should stop like it 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 elicits a feeling Mm. like if you if you cheat on your old lady and then they she she like calling you out on it you're gonna be a lot more adamant about defending yourself you know what i mean then like if you had never done nothing cutting if if that makes well i i I, 
I think more to your point is they just want to keep us where we are. That's more I mean, than that's anything. A big part of it. That's yeah, they just want to keep. It. And if you look at uh, the Asian community, almost well, that's Chinatown. So, but if you kind of lump them in together, they they they're not doing nowhere near as bad as we are. You know, as a whole, they they okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they 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 own they own a lot more business, businesses than we do. They're thriving in those in those markets. When they have a business, they hire. You know, within themselves, you know, they have their own banks. They, but you know, what's funny. They keep I'm, everything. I'm not gonna. Let you, I'm not gonna let you go too far with that because I heard something recently on another podcast where they was talking about what we see as strengths in another culture. They might also see as a stereotype, and they want to fight against that. Yeah. So everything yeah, you yeah. was just saying, yeah. they might be like, "Don't say we yeah. we got it like that. We we all of this and that because that ain't you know." So I I would just say pump yeah. breaks. You know, them people they they do them. But I just think it's an interesting thing that no one is saying oh, all hate matters. They don't have it like us, though. I know that. Uh, but I, I, yeah, and psh, shit, if they had it like us, that would burn. <laughs> they boudin. But let me tell you a couple of things <laughs> that burn. Um, my boudin. This week, I got five good ones. I think they're all good. I think I'm gonna. I want. I think I'm gonna build to like the better ones. Let me start with some that you know they all might be awesome. But look, the first thing that burns my boudin this week is. People who gotta keep the head on when they uh, when they grill an alligator, cousin. Like, why you gotta do that? Uh, it's it's something to that. I don't know what. what and the feats they keep the feats on too. Yeah, like, shout out! This yeah. podcast is brought to you by old girl from um from Shreveport. Feats. Yeah. <laughs> and that is shout out Nothing about grilling an alligator burns my boot. I can't wait for you to build because I don't necessarily think that that, that was a good one. Cutting. Okay. I'm not mad at you. Okay. So let, let me, as you always ask me to, Raj, and this is what I love about this, you always are no, like, I, ex, ex, I, I want you to turn it around. On no, no, no. You're always like, as if I explain, <laughs> explain. You're like, explain why that burns your Buddha, because it doesn't really burn my Buddha. That's what you usually say. The reason it burns my Buddha is because, nigga, if you was making a chicken or a cow, like, I'm about to make some chicken, cutting, I'm about to, I'm about to fry, grill me a chicken. Cause you're not gonna leave the chicken head still on with the skin looking like a chicken, and then skin all of the rest of his body, and then put him on the on the grill and be like, "Ooh, look at that chicken!" No, cutting. You're gonna cut his head off, and you're gonna eat the and you're gonna grill the pieces you want. You're gonna eat it. Every time I see somebody like smoking an alligator, they keep mm-hmm. their head on, cutting and the feet. I think that that's ridiculous, cutting. That that that's my point. Now. I'm, I mean, I, I no, I feel what you. I get what you're saying. I just haven't really been to any alligator grills. I don't feel you. I, I, I watched the. I'm a weird guy on YouTube. I watched those that shit, and they do. They keep, I, but it's a. I, it's a reason why. I don't. I forgot why, but it's so a reason let, why. Let me let me let me kind of touch on that as as I as I sit and I think more about the alligator grill. I've been to a pig grill where they keep the pig with a, with an apple yeah. in his mouth. With an apple in his mouth. Yeah. So I, I'm just saying. Notice I didn't say Raccoon. pig. Yeah, I they, went with chicken and cow. <laughs> I've never they, seen they, it. They, okay, they, I'm just saying, I don't know nothing about raccoon either. That falls into the alligator. <laughs> lower than the alligator totem. <laughs> They'll smother that thing in a pot with the head hanging out with the teeth. Yeah, I didn't see rabbit stew, but I, like once again, I, why do y'all yeah, keep not, the heads yeah. on, cutting? I, I I don't know. It gotta be. I just reason. feel like if we're talking about normal meats, mm-hmm. you just went cow and chicken. The other one is pig. I don't hmm. really fool with it that much, but it is what it is. It's the, it's the other way. Bacon. But um, I said that. I also said that much. <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is, is I've seen pigs 
Yeah. Fly. Hog head cheese. Hey, uh, for our country research department, uh, please enlighten <laughs> us on why. <laughs> y'all boys keep the, the feet in their head on the alligator. I get it. I get it. I, y'all just got to let me know, man. Look, another thing that burns my boudin this week is 360 video booths at parties and the subsequent oh, posts that come along with them burn. Why they burn your boudin? Why Rice is so messed up? I'm so I'm curious as to both, Gun. I'm just curious as to both. Um, I just think it's a it's a it's one of those new age flexes and it burns my boot because it's been it started soon recently and it's completely overdone to me now. Let me tell you what burns my boot about that. Um, I I think that at one point in time it was kinda cool to be the person in the neighborhood or like just in the city that rented out fun jumps yeah and um and i think i think that like this whole 360 video booth um monogrammed light lit up light up letters um um mobile beer kind of things like where like you rent it from me like you rent i know you know me you rent it from me i think that that is like a kind of like super weird flex to get into but it is what it is. I guess it don't really burn my boot in. I just don't necessarily like the people that's doing it. <laughs> that might be where I'm... Like, that's really That might be is. where I'm coming from, too. Um, like, like, I don't want to... When I see... Like, there's, you know, a certain group of people or, or let's just say a certain person that has a 360 video booth. I didn't know And some, I'm like, I would never rent a 360... I would never oh, do business with you. Oh, wow. I didn't know that there was someone that we probably know who has this. No, you don't know him. Oh, okay. Okay. Whew. I was sweating. It's my friend. I was I was sweating because I was like, "Am I hating on someone I know?" Um, more so, I was yes, I was hating on someone I know, but I was hating on the people who post the video of themselves in the 360 booth. Like, look at me, girl, I'm winning, and it's kind of like, no, nah, not really, not so much. You just look like <laughs> you from all angles. You should put a mask and a hat on, like <laughs> and makeup. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> No, Roger. Don't I, burn my I, I, I think She's it's the next. Cool I think it's the next iteration of the photo booth. You know, the, with the four little pictures that pop up, and I still think photo booths are dope. I think photo booths are dope, right? I just think that that three sixty photo photo daddy booth is not what I like. I'm just not a fan. Cutting. No, I also I also don't like when people when people post that. I thought you was gonna say this. The three D. Uh, picture on Facebook that don't need to be the 3D picture, like oh, a picture of somebody's uh, business card well, as a 3D picture. That's a whole nother animal. Cut. Not only respect actual 3D pictures on the from Facebook. Cut. It's not a. You're right. Cut. Not a camera roll picture. Not a camera roll picture that I. I f- oh, you could convert it. No, bro. That's not what this is for. Don't show me a panoramic that's only the regular but size. But that thing pants though. <laughs> <laughs> like move your phone look let me tell you another thing that burned my Buddha and that's on the commercials when they say don't use if you're allergic to Kasimbic like why do you have to tell that to people when you're trying to push medications on the, com- on the commercial why do you have to say don't use if you got high blood pressure and diabetes and whatever? I get those but don't so say die, but don't say you- don't use if you're allergic to the medicine itself. Don't use Tylenol if you're allergic to Tylenol. Why do you feel like you need to say that on the commercial? That it's burns my boot. Be- because people will definitely pop it if they're allergic to it. Or, or, or if you, 
Well, a lot of people don't know. I, I Lowe's, don't even try to explain yeah. that one. It's, unex- <laughs> it's redundant. Yeah, I was trying. Because people going to still try to I use was, it even if they're allergic to it. Like, I was trying. Well, I'm I not going to use it if they say it because they told me trying. not to. Cut, how would you trying. know that you're allergic to it? Cut. Yeah, no, but Raj, how would you know if you're yeah, allergic to you it? You wouldn't know. And the minute you find out you're allergic to it, why would you take it again? <laughs> cut. I just think that they got to say it. I, I mean, I'd be as stupid as yeah. it is. They just got to say it so that yeah. they can protect themselves. We told y'all boys not to use it. Y'all should have known that you was allergic to it. Now, I don't know if I ever brought this up in the pie before, but uh, mom is like, she, you know, she do medical stuff. She's a medical doctor. And she said that people come into, um, into like the office all the time and be like, man, um, prescribe me that, um, that al- allicinic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, give me that, that smoother feel. Cutting because they see it on commercials, and she said yeah. that's like all the time people will be like, "Oh, I watched this commercial about that um about that." Losa, Ooh, I, I need that. Los Los Mamines cutting and and <laughs> they want that shit cutting. So all of that to say, them commercials, nice right? Them commercials, them commercials <laughs> gotta be working cutting because well, because niggas like John Elway be on the Serena Williams cutting like they gotta mm-hmm. be making that bag with them commercials. Yeah, push ice Yeah. <laughs> Hold up, hold up. I love this. This is a rabbit hole episode. But did you see him, Mario the comic, when he said, what is a poo shyster that sound like a man pussy? Yeah, that was so funny. A poo shyster. I gave up my poo shyster. But it really does, though. It really does. When he said it, I was like, that. Yeah, that's... That kills me. <clears throat> All right, man. Okay. Um, another thing okay. that burns my boudin this week is what I told y'all. The DMX Masters. Jay-Z and Beyonce are buying back DMX Masters for $10 million and will give them to his 17 kids for free. That's that rumor. burns my boudin. Yes. Close. Yeah. Yes. That's not even true. The fact that that story even came out the day that Jay-Z, I mean, yeah. DMX died, burned the hell out of my boudin. And I the, knew it the, wasn't true. That, and you know who reposted yeah. it, Raj. Battle. <laughs> but listen, I think my, my problem with that is... The check on when, the bus. When, 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 other, when the other like little sites that told the kind of, you know, gets to be Instagram news or whatever, they running with it too. Like, <laughs> dog, you ain't even talk to them people. Why 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 do us as black people in, the, in I guess, the hip-hop era or whatever the culture we in... Think that Jay Z and Beyonce has to save everybody, right? Like, they don't pre- I love they, the way you just said that. Right? Like they think that they got anytime something happened to somebody, it's a oh, uh, Jay Z and Beyonce sent Tyrese uh, two trillion, two billion dollars because <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and bought him three movies. You know what I mean? Like it's always something with Jay Z. Like y'all think they sit around and like like. Hood, uh, uh, hip hop culture superheroes, and they just come through and oh, something wrong here. Dun, 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 dun. It's J and B to the rescue. Like, like well, I saw that the Carters actually put Delonte West in <laughs> in rehab, <laughs> that a, Good, like that, yeah, and 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 put a, and bought a team for him, like shit like that. <laughs> they they bought the Cavs. They bought, like, his con- they bought all of his contracts back, and um, they actually. Yeah. I'm reading they bought OJ's Heisman Trophy back, and they got Reggie yeah. Bush's too. Um, and and, <laughs> and they also they also bought the blood that was spilled. Never. Mind. 
Okay, you're far. stupid. You're going a little far. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> but the Beyonce and Jay-Z thing kills me. No, Raj, what's your thoughts? I don't like that they call recordings master. That's confusing. <laughs> no, it's actually masses. <laughs> you're masses. <laughs> I wish I would have thought about that before. Right, you should have came with that one. That would have been perfect. Um, yeah, I know. But I don't like it. I never liked it because it was just confusing. I'm starting to understand what masters are. I guess it's like his final recording. No. Like the, like the final answer. That's not the no? answer. Is that no, not it? No, no, no. What's the answer? My, I never my thought what had, masters was. My thought was always that it's the master copy. Like the, the mm. original copy, the first copy of it. Like to which you make copies off of that and you dub it and it loses video quality it loses sound audio quality and the shit more like you that record. and i think the word actually goes into a deeper idea of that you have ownership to them like that's what so I, I think it's i think it's a, a multi um prong thing i could be wrong someone's probably listening it's just like, like if, if we didn't order, you- if we didn't uh, own the message to our recordings somebody else could they probably yeah. could buy it on dog daddy on the dog daddy yeah. And then we wouldn't like they will get they will make the money from it. But if we oh own our masses. Oh my god. Bro, is that how bad I explained it last week? Is that how bad I explained it? I just feel like the fact that that E is on there, that E kills me. Doge. 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 Oh. But th- let me tell you what I thought Masters was. Let me. Like, this is what I, I, I legitimately thought Masters. Was. I know I what you explained by the way. Dudes, they got people out here that make music, right? And like, so let's just take a, a software like um, GarageBand. Okay. Make your stuff on GarageBand, <laughs> and you got your you got your beats, you got your hi hats, you got your eight oh eight, your claps, your all of that, and then you got your vocals, and and it's all together. And then sure. you send it off to get mastered, mixed and mastered. That is the thing. Mm-hmm. I You're thought, absolutely facts. Okay, so what I thought mixed and mastered was, maybe you can elaborate on this for me. I know you was in the music business for a while. Sure. What I thought mixed and mastered was was when they was like they made your shit symmetrical. Like like, oh yeah, this is a nice beat, this is a nice song, but like, ooh, this little piece is off, like it don't match. Like it's not one to one. Is it, I guess if if you understand what sure. I'm saying. So we're gonna make everything mastered, mixed, right? And then we're gonna make it we're gonna edit it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna click we're going to make it sound how it's supposed to sound. Like, how do you intended it to sound? And that's what I thought masters were. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're the original copy where it's not edited. Is that... So, no. So, if I explained it and it sounded that way, then that's absolutely... Then I was wrong. Let me... Let me. You, I, you're absolutely right. If I go into... Um, like, back in the day, I go... Shout out this podcast brought to you by The Dialogue. This podcast brought to you by Lil A. This podcast brought to you by Kendro, GQ. All of the cats I used to be in the music business with, right? Um, when we would do something like when, and even shout out to Crazy NT. So when I was, we would finish recording something. They would come with a beat, and then they would go in there and they'd be like, "Spit your lyrics, right?" And you're right about that. It's like the hi hat, it's the everything, it's like whatever, and it's this one copy on like Fruity Loops, on Pro Tools, on GarageBand, and they got all of those different things. And you send it off to get mixed and mastered. Mixed means more specifically like. Making the sound quality, like taking out air and behind certain vocals, taking out background noise, um, making the hi-hat a little bit louder than it was on the original thing. Mm-hmm. Because panning from right to left ears at a certain part of a song, dropping out the beat at a part, that's mixing it. 
And mastering it is also, I, I always took those two things to be interchangeable. Now, I don't know if mixed and mastered is like, if there's like nuance, like one of one of those things is mixing and one of those things is mastering. But I always thought of that as one process of mixing, mastering. And then when you're finished, you have a master copy. And to me, that is what is being sold. That master copy after you mix and master it. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But that's my that is my limited understanding. And you know, somebody in the industry probably could say, "Nah, boy, y'all." I just look at it as your your masters. What you make the money out? Like you able to make those extra residuals off your. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to say something, Los, that I don't think, for whatever it is, is how one of us perceives it. Mm. I think it is what it is. Mm. You know, like I think that it has a definition. We just and, don't know. Um, I we we don't, but I'm, but I'm I, you know, of course, I got the fingers to working. So, okay, what master is recording is the official original recording of a song, mm-hmm. sound, or performance. So, what I'm thinking is, I'm going back to the beginning of it, where I think it might be that raw, might be that uh, raw dad. That raw beginning, you know, like where we put it all together before we send it to get mixed and mastered. But whatever. That's why it's confusing. That's why. Why not just call it the original recording? Who owns DMX's <laughs> original OG. recording? Jay-Z and, and Beyonce. <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce And they gifted it to his 75 kids. That's funny. He doesn't even <laughs> He doesn't even have 17 kids. He's got like four, 13, I read. And they're like, there's no way in hell that that actually took place. It's just... Like Lo said, the black savior complex. Them boys mm. is them boys is, is saving black America. Right? Yeah. It just burns my boot. Man, look, the last thing that burns my boot this week is Jake Paul. <laughs> I don't like that. Cutting. Jake Paul beating up um, who, uh, Ben Askren this week. Stick with me. I think at this point we understand UFC to not equal boxing. Yes. They fight, but they fight and they don't box. They pull each other down and they try to wrestle each other. They try to break arms. They do have some stand up, but it's some for some people. It's a small part of what they do. It is like me literally getting nice at softball cutting and or baseball and then challenging all of the professional golf and hockey players to come have a home run derby with me. I can probably beat Phil Mickelson in a home run derby and like, this is a whole different sport to me. And this Jake Paul phenomenon of fighting people who aren't boxers, it was funny that he knocked out Jake, um, Nate Robinson. That was hilarious. But yes. to, to tell me that you go beat up a UFC fighter makes you legit some kind of way? Nah, that's not so much. You need to go fight a boxer. I don't know. What are y'all thoughts? It burns my booty. It burns the shit out of my booty. Mm. I, I mean, that man reaching right now. I guess he, he is... is it's two of them. It's brothers. They're brothers, right? It's two of them, right? Which one? Both of them want to be real boxers at this point. I mean, one of them was really trying to do it for real. And the other one was like, well, fuck it. I'll do it too. But I listen, man, you better stop playing with them people, man. You're going to mess around and get hurt like that and jump on in there for cloud one. You're going you're gonna to mess around and really, really get hurt by some people who've been doing this, you know, the majority of their life. You know what I mean? You just can't jump in this and being like, oh, let me go on him and, you know. Trying to get this bag, you you might need that bag for your actual waist bag. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like you gonna Colostomy stop bag, playing with fuck. Yeah, no, I, I think they can, right? Los, I disagree. I think he can continue to get this bag because if somebody's gonna continue to pay him, fight, uh, watch, pay him to no, fight. No, 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 I'm saying, no he, he can get the bag. Yeah, he can get the bag. But I'm saying, messing he gotta with know real when to fighters. Stop. Yeah, he gotta know when to yes. stop. Yes, 
Yes, you get to chill out. Like you, you, you saw um, McGregor went over there with with, with Floyd, and like, all right, that's enough of that real boxing shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's enough of that. You know, like like what Kobe just say, it's a difference between looking looking at them uh, sharks outside of the tank and swimming with them motherfuckers. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that shit. I I don't. So let me let me. Say, I don't I don't think that if that man continues on the same trajectory that he really has anything to worry about as far as his safety. If he just fighting uh, cans, tomato cans, you saying? Yeah. If he just continue. So 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 here's one one side of it, and I agree with that. If he just continuously fights. Non boxers. Oh, he good. He'll probably have a very good, yeah, good. professional boxing record by the time he retires. Sure. But what I what <laughs> I do respect about what I do respect about his whole little hustle is that I think that he's trying to fight people that he could beat <laughs> now. Yeah. And I do yeah. think that he's getting better. He's young, twenty four years old, and I think that he eventually is gonna actually like fight. A, a low budget boxer uh-huh. and win. A low budget. And I, boxer. I don't know when. Yeah, like just like a, an actual boxer, though. like Mike like Tyson. Who, I think he's somebody like, who somebody who got a record of um, eight and six. Put him exactly. in there. Just jump a, in there with Mike Tyson. Up and comer, up and up and comer that took some L's. Okay. Perfect, perfect is that's what I'm trying to say. And so all I'm saying is, is I just don't know how good he's gonna get. Yeah. But I do think that there is an avenue for Jake Paul to be. A good boxer. I just don't know. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I don't think any of us know. I think, but I just, I, I think it's just the hype machine that kind of bothers me about Iraj more than anything. That like that man is unfit. But that's what he is. Cutting. Just, just no, like you not. said, because because you said so so not in, and I'm not I'm not attacking anybody, but I think you said that man should go fight a boxer like he keep fighting non boxers. Well, like. A couple of years ago, you could have called him a non-boxer. Huh. Like he's a YouTuber. True. Like that's he's a he's a YouTuber. So I think that he's a YouTuber that boxes right now. That's trying to gain notoriety, and I think that he's doing that the best way he knows how to do that. Sure. And yeah. it's like through hype. Yeah. Because he's a YouTuber on his six nine shit. Yeah. Jumping okay. in with Mike Tyson, you want me to respect? You. Well, I, it's not even got to be Mike Tyson, honestly. <laughs> like, which would be, I don't know. I think that the thing is, I think that. The two people we've watched him fight against, I don't like watching someone who clearly is taking this serious going against someone mm-hmm. who clearly is not. And I feel like Nate Robinson uh, and your boy the last time, Cutting, you don't play boxing, Cutting. You're no. fighting, Cutting. And them boys look what? like they came in there playing boxing and he disc- I like, but don't tell me he the best to ever do it when you're going against nobody's cans. Go against yeah, somebody yeah. good. Show me you could fight. Well, he. He didn't look like he was throwing great punches against um, Nate. He just, yeah. I mean, he just, Nate Nate was running with his hands up, yeah. with his face out. Like, you didn't throw no great punch. You know so what I mean? You just hit talk him. About growth, if we talk about growth, in his first fight was Nate Robinson. There were people out there that put money on Nate Robinson. There were. Oh, man, there were. Man, Nate about to, Nate, about, Nate from the streets. Nate about until to, until Nate they found football. that man never, never sparred before. When people find that man never sparred, that's when they. I'm not talking. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to get into the debate of like who was the better boxer. I'm just saying that there were some people that picked Nate Robinson. Yes. Like there were some people that thought that Nate had a chance and he didn't. In this Ben Askren fight, there were some people that thought Ben Askren had a chance and he won. All I'm talking about is if there's growth to be had, then I don't necessarily like. Okay, he fought Nate Robinson. He beat him, and it and it was a dirt can fight. He beat Ben Askren. It was a dirt can fight. I think his next fight will probably be a dirt can fight against some mm-hmm. 
by somebody we know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who, but somebody that. we know that he gonna probably beat. I want to see when. I think that he'll eventually get to a point they building up to a real fight. Someone mm-hmm. that's 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 like all right. This is the one where we can judge if, if Jake you Paul can is actually a fight decent or not. I got you. Boxer. Okay, because he, he got a good he got a good promoter. Yeah, saying. absolutely. Because I think <laughs> yeah. I think the thing that's bothering me is I've watched him fight two fights. He's won them both. I don't mm-hmm. think I've seen anybody hit him. That's the, that, t- yeah. that says a lot. That says a lot. Like he's fighting nobody. But anyway, but that whole thriller thing. I can't hate. When I was watching, I, I didn't it. watch all of the fights. I watched. I think it's so crazy. Like just the presentation of this this thriller. Yeah. This like Snoop you know, is the best ever thriller thing. Snoop's the best. Yes. Snoop is the greatest. Snoop is a national treasure. Not yeah. that nigga oh. out, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> night night that fight. Night night. That fight between the billionaire. The billionaire that wants to fight against Jake Paul that had Jake Paul old lady in his corner. And the rapper. See, that was like, what is that? You know, like, what what are we doing here? I would like to see Jake Paul fight that dude, that billionaire (laughs) that was egging him on. Like, let me see that. Miss everybody like that. Because that's what I think Jake Paul is. But I don't think, I don't think, I think that dude might beat him. And I don't think he's trying to lose right now. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's. He needs to be carefully handled in such a way to keep this perfect record, to keep the hype machine going. Yeah, so I guess... Hype I guess Just I keep guess sucking I, people in. I guess the only thing that bothers me about it is is the the real, like, sports center coverage yes. of this shit that's like, come on, bro. Yeah. Chill come out. on, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> like, Relax. y'all, let's not, let's not get carried away with some of that, man. Look, um, I want to go back to a couple of things because I want to talk about a few stories that are big in the news. The first one, like Rumble was just talking about, um, you know, getting vaccinated and everything. What are y'all thoughts on this? Did y'all hear this? That HBCUs in the Atlanta area are requiring students to be vaccinated to come back for the fall semester. Clark Atlanta, Morehouse, um, and Spelman said that, no, nah, you can't come back unless you're vaccinated, bro. Um, and so did Emory. So the Emory hopped on the on the on the wave too. That's a that's a non HBCU in the Atlanta area. It's um it's like the state's largest private institution. It's like the Rice University of Georgia, with fifteen thousand students. But anyway, they're like, nah, y'all need to be vaccinated to come back, man. What do y'all think about that? They must have got mm-hmm. them big loans, them PPP debts. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I guess I have two things. Are you gonna make it available on campus for them to come get vaccinated? Um, I, I, so Los, I think that you, I think that you hit the point that I was thinking of too. Like, what's the availability, availability looking like? So yeah. like, what if I, what if I can't, not to say can't get it, but like, just don't I mean, have the time. If, if there's something that you require, you should, you know, make it available. You know, do y'all have a means to make it available? Uh, if this is what you want to require, because the the thing about it, it actually the sick in your university if you people be like, you know what, fuck that. What if I don't want to get vaccinated? I ain't going to them. I just transfer over to Morris Brown and I'll be good. I'll still be in the A. I'll be good. My grade points would be significantly higher. I'm <laughs> straight. So well, I mean that's the thing. You got choice. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like I'm saying all colleges and universities um are requiring all students in the United States to uh to be vaccinated. I'm just saying that these these are yeah. So you have options. You can transfer to Marietta, Georgia's college, whatever, whatever, just a college in the in the area that that's not requiring. So 
I just think that availability is the thing. So if yes, yeah. I 100% agree that if you require it, then provide it. Yeah, exactly. Make it easy for me. Yes. And I mean, what, what I mean, what's the purpose of you requiring it right now? What's yeah, I mean, the purpose? Like, you know I mean, the purpose? no, no, no. i like, what are you like? Okay, hey, you can't come back here unless you. So if the, if your people say, nah, we good, I don't want to take the shot. Like we know it's still going on right now. So, uh, it's just that's you don't have that. You don't. Have what are you trying to though. prove? Though? No. I don't think you're trying to prove anything. I think it's for safety. It's. I mean, I understand that part, can, but I'm saying you try to paint it, paint it whatever color you wanted it. You want it to be. It's for safety. It's like I, okay, I so get that part. We want our students to be safe. We want our faculty to be safe. So we want everybody to be vaccinated on our campus. And if you don't want to be with that, then you can go somewhere else. Well, and you're gonna lose some people. That's what it is. Yeah, cool dude. It's fine. Well, I mean, I think that when schools, um, specifically institutions of higher learning, they should believe in things like science and research. <laughs> So, and especially the fact that most of those schools that I named are private institutions, they could do whatever mm-hmm. the hell they want. And what's the, what's, what's the alternative? You just don't come to my school and we don't get your tuition dollars. So they're mm-hmm. putting a stance that could possibly put them in, a, in, a, in harm's way. But I think that, I think that for every one student who isn't accepted into Morehouse or Spelman or it goes back to what I said earlier, Baraj, about that job thing. For every one student who isn't accepted to Morehouse or Spelman or Emory, somebody's definitely ready to go with that shot. Talking about, yes, I will come get that Spelman education tomorrow if 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 we allow it. So I think that I think it's a strong stance, and I think it's a it's almost it's a needed one, right? Like, no, we don't want people getting that COVID on our campus, cutting. So y'all all gotta be vaccinated. I mean, I feel like I feel like when meningitis was going around, I had to get I was required to get a meningitis shot. Mm-hmm. Like, was that not was that not a thing? I don't know you if we were required probably. to. That was part I, of your shot records or something. Like maybe, that. maybe, yeah. I don't know about meningitis like that. I don't remember it being required to get a meningitis shot. But no. if it was, I feel like it. I, I just feel like it was. I don't. Maybe it wasn't. But I don't. It, it. I feel like it was. I feel like they was doing it on campus. They made it available. I. I. I had. I got mine at the doctor. So, Raj, that's possible. Oh, in college. Was dying. Or it's po- oh, that, that's shit, what I'm about to say. Not. If something oh. happened on y'all campus, then that's I would different. think that they probably was offering it to everybody yeah. on the campus. Well, no, but things. But it wasn't just on our campus. It was happening on campuses across the nation. Yeah. Okay. So no, I, I, know, I never we got, never got, got it. a shot. <laughs> it is. Oh no! I ain't never. I didn't know. Man, I never. Heard, I've never been alive when I was going around like that. Uh-uh. Well, yes. Well, okay, so I feel like if you wasn't in, if you wasn't in college, you was not far removed. Okay, so Raj is referencing a time and place in like the the two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand three area. Yes, there were meningitis outbreaks when our partners passed, um, based on like that kind of thing. And yes, I do remember it being a big thing, but I don't, I'm just saying from my perspective, I don't remember them coming to campus and giving people meningitis shots oh, at my school. No. Yeah, okay. I, I just don't remember it. But it's very possible that they did it yours. Like, because that was in Louisiana. He passed in Louisiana. Maybe it was more of like a big state school in Louisiana thing than outside of, well, I mean, you know, I went to school in Louisiana. But shit, I didn't like, yeah. I, I don't even remember that. I just don't recall it, man. Um, but I just wonder what they're going to do when they get herpes because, um, 
<laughs> a study came out that <laughs> said man, herpes infection is linked to COVID nineteen. The study says in um in this other country, country, if you got the Pfizer shot, six people out of like a thousand got that herpes. But okay, I saw people actually reposting it from Fox News. But the next day it says the COVID nineteen vaccine won't give you herpes. Here's why. So it's like it, they came out. Forbes came out the next day and was like, "Bro, stop it, stop with this bullshit." But I feel like. Stories like that come out all of the time to dissuade people for whatever reason. They don't want people to be yeah. vaccinated. Like, there's a reason that there's always a reason for stuff. So, <sighs> who knows? But Raj, you, uh, I mean, Los, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, that they might be doing this for those PPP loans. Man, listen, there's stories all of the time that I sit on for weeks and weeks <laughs> and months. And I'm like, I'm going to drop this story when it's, when it's right, when the timing is right. I'm going to come out with this story. And I think the timing is right right now to talk a little bit about PPP loans, man. Listen, um, three things that kind of jumped off this week that made me think about it, right? So authorities say a Silsby man um, faces charges after being excused for, I mean, accused of using more than $50,000 for those small business PPP loans, right? So this is like one person. And what stood out the most to all of us in my circle when we saw this was, hold up, 50000 Oh, wow. For months, what we've been hearing about is these people like going to jail for a million, for like mm-hmm. $600,000, $500,000, $6.3 million in PPP loans. Mm-hmm. They were going to jail. Now they down to 50000 sending y'all ass to jail. Mm-hmm. Like, this podcast brought to you by the Harry. That man said, shit, when it go down to 20000 shit is going to hit the fan. We're going to lose some will. friends, boy. We're going lo- to lo- lo- lose some fucking gonna friends. We're going to lose some friends. Because they got cats out here who have taken that money. The government made it way too easy to fill out for it. It's mm-hmm. almost predatory lending the way they made it so easy that allowed all of the people who need money, who who nefarious, just hopped mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. It so was now so easy. It was so easy. Now it's like the Harris showed us partners of ours who asked for mm. money. Like the documentation of it, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Let me tell you what his story And what goes. they got too. Right? Exactly how much they got. Let me tell you two other places this PPP loan story goes. They got a chick named Lakeisha Golden on GoFundMe talking about she trying to raise $20,000. All the funds to um like like all of the funds are going to um pay off fees owed to the government. For the PPP loan, because I got babies and children, like a whole that, bunch of people that need her. <laughs> a whole bunch of people like donated. Somebody even donated a thousand dollars because, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of it started off as a joke, but then a lot mm-hmm. of people are actually donating to the cause. And she's raised forty five hundred dollars out of the twenty thousand. I don't understand how the hell this is a thing. Like, but that's crazy that people are trying to just. Why the hell did you take that money from the government to begin with? Stupid. And now you're over here doing it. And then the third and most tragic story is a seven-year-old girl got shot in Chicago and her father got injured because the Chicago authorities released the list and names and addresses of people who had PPP loans. Like, just what we was talking about. And what's Mm -hmm. funny is when it went out, the dude posted, my ops probably downstairs waiting on me, is what he posted online on on Facebook when he saw Mm -hmm. that they posted his name and address on there. And within and they really was. one hour later, they shot him, killed his little daughter in a car out in front of a McDonald's because that, and people are like blaming the government. I know that that's a lot 
to to take in what I just said. But what are y'all thoughts on all of this crazy shit going on with PPP loans? First off, Lakeisha Golden, I'm looking at her page now, can just put a link to her OnlyFans on <laughs> and go and get, get it. That PPP loan. <laughs> Real quick, huh? I think if you I think if you get in the dirt to get that PPP loan, might as well get in the dirt on that OnlyFans. You might as well get dirty. Your mama gonna be your mama gonna be mad at you for both. You know? So um so you know, that's that's kind of my uh, my initial thought. I, I think it is a crazy I think I think the idea that um, like accountability.org exists for for this is kind of crazy. It does seem like an infringement on people's privacy, um, and so I don't I don't think that it it should ex- exist solely for the fact of talking about people in our in our small circle, like because that's really what it feels like it's for. Mm-hmm. Because if not, then why why is it public? What is it public for? So we can hold people accountable. So we can go and shoot people because we know they got that the, the bag. Like, what is what is that? No, I, I think they the, the government is saying, like, hey, listen, the money we put up, we said we're gonna di- give. We actually gave it. You know what I'm saying to try to help people out. I think that's more so what it is than anything. And it's so funny. the government is so accountability.org or whatever it is is saying here, hold us accountable because we said no, hold us accountable. No, just saying that we gave this the money we gave out. You know, people actually got the money we said we was gonna give. Cause you know, a lot of times people be like, "Oh, they said don't get this money, nobody got it. Oh, it went to this, it went to that." They so they was like, "Listen, well, we, we gave, question, we gave, if you, we was if breaking you people off." PPP loan. If you applied for a PPP loan, would you want your information on the internet and how much you got for your PPP loan? Did it? It depends on if I really, did. I really need it. No, it don't matter if you need it or not. Do you uh, want it on the internet? Eh, if I need it, I don't what's mind. most favorable to you? You you needed it. Let's say you need if, I, if I need it, need it, yeah, because I wouldn't. You come rob me, I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't riding around in it. <laughs> it's in my business. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be driving it <laughs> or wearing it. <laughs> it's a difference, man. I'm trying to flip it out here. Like it's different. It's a difference to me. I think that to me, to the, the funniest, not even the funniest, but I think that what you guys are saying is that. What's crazy is, Raj, I just looked it up. I didn't know what the thing was. I didn't know how easy it was until just now. I didn't know where my partners were searching at. So, I mean, we're a podcast. We give information. This is this is, this is is what it is. Publicaccountability.org. And then if you go to, there's something called the Accountability Project. And if you go to data sets, it has PPP loans, Paycheck Protection Loan Programs. And all you got to do is search a name and address or both. I put in somebody who I suspected had a PPP loan. It popped up. It's saying that he got economic injury disaster loans. And it's telling me he got, wow. It tells you exact all of the documents. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I mean, with the day and age we live in now, somebody could pay, get your whole address and find out where you stay and everything. So all this, everything's public now. Yeah, I know, but, but is it though? They tell you don't him, even have to pay two ninety nine. They tell him yeah. my man's got fifty six racks, cutting. <laughs> oh, I know who that is. <laughs> they, they, it is telling me his address, and then he got fifty six racks. Is that the that's a new house? I'm just all I'm saying is <laughs> this is okay. So that's wild. But the the thing that's the wildest to me about it is just this: why do any why does anyone think that they was gonna get away with this? 
Absolutely. They said 100% uh, forgiveness. That's what the, they ain't, they ain't 100% forgiveness, man. They giving that money. I know people ain't keeping up with this shit. Okay. You know, you know. Well, so I know people that like, legit, and I'm sure we all know people that legit got PPP loans mm-hmm. and, and doing it the legit way, mm-hmm. you have to provide documentation of what you're doing with that PPP no, loan. No, you don't. It's not just deposited into the bank. What, are you sure? Yes. Because that's not what I was I was told by someone that actually got a PPP loan. And that's not what I was told by someone who actually got a PPP loan as well. Well, that, I guess maybe that was a Texas PPP loan. Well, what, what I'm saying is, <laughs> yes, you have to provide some information, Raj, but you don't have to provide any documentation. So I was I was under the impression, and I guess this is, you know, a, a big under the impression conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never got a PPP loan. Me neither. Um, <laughs> that you had to, that it was like, Almost like check-ins. So I know people that have different experiences. It's weird. Different experiences with unemployment. See, because mm-hmm. I know people that just got unemployment and whatever. But I also know people that got unemployment and they had to submit documents that they were actually looking for a job on a weekly or daily basis. Mm. So it's kind of weird. I don't know I don't know why it's like that. But it's, I do It sounds like the same thing someone, walking to the airport. You might get checked. You might not. Isn't that, isn't that something? I just feel like the, the the people that I know that got a PPP loan have to provide that they're using that money to pay um, their employees, essentially. Like show actual documentation, like cut checks show or something? Actual, like this is what I did with that PPP money. And show the checks they cut for, oh, damn. The people I, I, like uh, I said, I, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't type up the documents. Yeah. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going off of what they told um, you. Hearsay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying I I know a partner who um who is like who is like very much in the game on like checking this stuff and understanding it, and we can and he and has dealt with small businesses and business loans and such, and he had a PPP loan, and he's saying he didn't have to provide any documentation on the back end. He will have to. He said that. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm. Yes. I, I apologize if I and, didn't say and, that. And on the front end, it was easy. That's my point. So I'm saying that's why these people are getting jacked up now. Because they had no plan for the back end. They just was like, let me just get this money and then I must... Like, we've been saying this forever. Like, Raj, I just I just dropped you one in your inbox of a of an individual you know that was searched that hmm. has that PPP loan. Like, it's it's a... I just don't understand, man. Look, look, we're talking in circles. The thing I don't understand is why anyone would think that they can get away with this for nothing. That nothing's going to come off this. That you could just take money from the government and they're never going to ask for it. Cutting like, sheesh. That's all I got there. You're looking at your mans. Nah, that's all I want. I'm going to leave it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Is that your king? Is that your king? Is that your man? <laughs> man, let's, let's talk about... I, I, I want to I shoot it down wow. to a, a business that we do believe in, man. Holla at my boy Jay Harry at Edo's. Cajun, Cocina, and Han. Car wash. From the first 10 minutes of the first conversation on the first episode of the Best Friend Weekend Podcast, we've been telling you about Edo Hand Car Wash. Man, Jay Harry and the fam been servicing, detailing, and shining up y'all cars in East Downtown Houston for as long as we've been doing this podcast. Black owned and operated. Yeah, you heard that right. Black owned and operated. Edo Hand Car Wash has been the standard of an operation that uplifts the community and provides the service that we need every day. A quality hand car wash by good people. Listen, man, if you haven't been there yet, I don't know why. We've been telling y'all for years. What I got to do to convince you? Oh, 
Okay, check it out. I got you. If you show up to the wash and give the discount code Best Friend Weekend of Wash Daddy, you get 10% off your visit. So we're hooking y'all up. Besides that, if you follow them on IG at E A D O Hand Car Wash, you can find out which day of the month the Edo's food truck will be popping up. Oh, I didn't mention they had their own recognized and awarded food truck on location with an authentic South Louisiana and Tex Mex menu. Buna and nachos, stuffed bread, crawfish tacos, all that, man. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Man, stop what you're doing. Go to your Google Calendar, make an event, and plan to come through Edo Hand Car Wash this week. 2919 Leland Street in East Downtown Houston. Edo's revolutionizing the hand car wash experience. You know what type of season it is? Them crowd days out and they getting big. If you want your car washed and them daddies, just hit that Edo car wash. Get a fresh paint job with the shine, shine on the inside. And they got them crawdicks at the truck. And I'm hungry, ready to ride Edo's hand car wash. I man, it's been a while, man. Um, I, yeah, I, I, forgot, I forgot how terrible those were. <laughs> it has been a while. Let me tell you how long it's been. I'm very, very happy to hear that Edo's is doing paint jobs now. <laughs> Rusty, man. It's been super long, man. The boys, yeah. the boys back in crawfish season big. I think I'm going to go out yes, there Saturday. Yes, Lord. So if, you, if you're all out here Saturday, man, I'm going to be out here with some Best Friend Weekend merch just like that, man. I'm going to put it in y'all. And it's, and it's a requirement. Them boys require you to be vaccinated. They do. To work on the truck. You have to be... Um, <laughs> Vaccinated to work on man, y'all stop wash. playing. Bring them, bring them PPP loans down to Edo's, man. Get the right. executive wash and go on buy the 35 pounds of crawfish. Stop playing, stop playing with them people, man. <laughs> uh, the, the biggest story that we got to obviously touch on this week is the Derek Chauvin verdict guilty on all charges, and now we're just waiting on, on sentencing in the murder of George <laughs> Floyd, um, third degree murder. And then some um, willful, unwillful homicide based upon, you know, all this other bullshit. Two um, years time, sir. <laughs> what are you, like, okay, a lot of people were talking about it like a, it was a seminal moment for, like, America. And, and, and Biden talked and Kamala Harris talked and, and and there was a little bit of grandstanding by Ben Crump and by, by Reverend <laughs> Al Sharpton and <laughs> Trey of ABN was up there and some cat I went to college with. There's a, there a lot going on. A lot of shining going on. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to pass it to y'all. There were only two things that were going through my mind before the verdict. I was like, either I'm going to be pissed off, or I'm going to feel like, okay, sure, What's next? whatever. whatever. <laughs> and I felt like, sure, okay, whatever. Like, because people, you're supposed to find him guilty. Like, I have, mm-hmm. I, like, what, what, why, why are you so excited and dapping and in these streets celebrating? Because you're supposed to find him guilty. That's all. Mm-hmm. What are y'all thoughts? Go ahead, Raj. Oh, so um, I was on, and this is this is the problem. Um, I was on pins and needles, so I celebrated. I wasn't like okay. I was happy about it because I was on pins and needles because I just I felt that there was a I felt that there was a um, a lawyer good enough in this world that could have got that man off on a technicality. Like, and of course, that's what would have pissed you off, and it would have pissed me off too. But the very fact that I that there was a chance that I would have been pissed off um caused me to celebrate. Mm. So when I saw it, it was it was um it was uncontrollable celebration. Um but what it was but what I you know, people are so man, 
people are so abstract now where it's like it's like all right that like that will that's what was supposed to happen that's the problem that we I even got to say that and and like I just didn't want I didn't want anything to take away from that moment like I, when I when I the joy that I felt to see that that man got convicted of murder I didn't I wasn't ready for the I wasn't ready for like the the next conversation yet. I just wanted to talk about how good that moment was. And what I felt like I saw was like all of the young activists being like very abstract about it, like hmm. talking about the next thing, which is cool. Maybe I need to think like that. But all all of the the older guys, like all of the OGs, like Shaq and and I, w- I went through this thread on uh, Reggie Miller, this thread on Bleacher Report. And it was just like all a bunch of athletes talking about, um, talking about like how they felt about it. All of the old people was like, "Yes, like <laughs> conviction," you know, like prayer hands, like just everything was like celebratory. And the other side of it was the you know the people that were I guess maybe a little bit closer to my age and younger, and they were just already talking. All right, well, shit, what's going to happen with the mother boys or this and this and that? And I, I'm still I'm still celebrating. So now I'm ready to have that conversation, but when it happened, I was happy. I did celebrate. Um, I guess for me, I was just like, okay, that's what's supposed to happen. Okay, I want to see how many years y'all gonna give them. Like, I, I to me, I can't celebrate until y'all really sentence that man to what he actually deserves. Um, and the way he reacted when it was called, you know, when they would let him, like, I, I think him and his lawyer kind of knew that that was what's gonna have to happen, right? And then, I don't know if y'all watched it. Uh, I watched it. Well, I went back and watched it. Uh, when he left, when he was leaving in handcuffs, his lawyer's like, he told him something. He put his hand out like, hey, relax. Woo-woo. And he shook his head with confidence. Like, he didn't have his head out. He shook his head like, okay. With, with a little confidence. So, I don't know if they, if, you know, the world of the law now is, you know, it ain't it ain't just by the book or whatever. So, it's all kind of things they, they doing out here to get it done. So I'm I'm just waiting to see how many years he get. Basically, I'm trying to see are they gonna get this man the, the time he deserves, or are they gonna try to give him some little measly three four years and camp Snoopy when he playing golf and chilling every day? You know, that's why I'm mad with it, bro. Like, I he was supposed to, he found he was found guilty, thank God, but I want to see like he need to really get sentenced to some real hard years. So, like, set example. That's what y'all gonna do to for me to feel some kind of joy. Really set example. Cause they shot somebody the same day. <laughs> which which not too which far we'll, from there. Which we'll get to. Uh, which we'll get to. Um okay. I'm 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 just kinda like I'm I'm of the mind that um yeah, like it's it's almost nothing to see here to me. Um but I guess it is important. It's important to 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 kind of reflect in these moments and understand what it is. Like we talked about your boy getting shot last week, um and then the other kid getting shot, like I mean, the, the kid getting shot in Minnesota, and it's just like these type of instances, kind of like just kind of reiterated where we were as a country. If you wasn't gonna find Derek Chauvin guilty, then I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. That was the most publicized <laughs> murder on TV that probably like, of our lives couldn't. Like that, you, you, you had to. Then other than Rodney King, they didn't kill him. They ain't, they ain't kill him. They beat him. To death. They ain't kill him. But wow. <laughs> It was up close. It was almost in 3D. Like, yeah, you, I, I was immediately into the sentencing aspect in my head. But then I'm like, 
Like, and somebody said the same thing. It was like, um, y'all celebrating like George Floyd get to come back now. Mm-hmm. Like, like that man's still dead, bro. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to get George Floyd back, cutting. So, yeah, I mean, it's a... I, I, but, you know, it's easy for me to be a cynic, right? You guys can remember the conversation we had last week and, and maybe the week before that where we got into this long um, talk about the lady with the Black Lives Matter campaign and what she's doing with the money. And we were talking about how do you even compensate somebody for a loved one dying? Like, what's fair? What's right? What's wrong? And I kind of think about it in this context, too, that, like, I mean, yeah, you want him to go to jail. I guess I've never had a close loved one getting murdered. So, like, to understand what I would want to happen. So maybe it's not for me. Maybe it's not for me to speak on it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I think I know. I want your life, too. (laughs) I mean, you, 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 you say that you say that, but. I don't know if jail is what I want. You know what I mean? Like, do I want your life too? Maybe. Do I want? Do I? Do I want to get my hands on you and kill you? Probably. But do I want you to go to jail and then just be sitting in jail for years and writing letters and blah blah? blah? Do it matter if you go for ten years or for fifty years? Um, like, do I want to go to the court? I think that do. I want to go to the. Do I want to go to the courtroom every day? Like whatever. No. It probably is going to matter to me. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I can do that. But I don't know how much hate I'm gonna have in my heart for how long. You know, after after five, ten years, I might be like, man, parole that dude, man, like whatever, man. Jesus forgives. Like I'm on, I'm on something different in my life. You never know how you're gonna feel, right? Some people are 15, way more vengeful 20. than others, right? Yeah, I mean that's what you say, but you never know. Yeah, you just what, never how know you until it happens. Yeah. To you, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, Ooh, but for us people who aren't his family members, I just think that it's interesting how people have a strong feeling of what should happen here. I don't know. I mean, I want justice for George Floyd, and I think that we're on the way there. Um, but also in Columbus, Ohio, Micaiah, um, Micaiah Bryant, mm-hmm. uh, 16-year-old, got, got shot by the police within a, an hour of the George Floyd verdict. And it's become <laughs> another another um, hot-button issue, another uh, another another flashpoint in society. Y'all seen the video? Yeah, I saw the video today. Um, Raj, you saw you Raj? See the video? Yeah, I saw it. So all I'm going to say is I've seen two schools of thoughts, right? I've seen a lot of people with the, I don't care what y'all say this while, and I've seen a lot of people with the, well, this may be an unpopular opinion, but, and I've seen both sides of it. What are you guys' thoughts? I'm going to I'm gonna open it up again because I have distinct thoughts on, um, on Micaiah Bryant, but y- y'all let me know what your thoughts are. Um, I think um, I think I'm more along the lines of this might be a wild thought, but because I do think that the police and from what I understand. So the first thing I saw whenever I watched the video was the video with no content. Gotcha. So I'm like, oh, my God, that was wild. Yeah. Like I, I, it was and it was far enough back to where I could watch it more than one time. But I was I was uh, I was at work, so I couldn't watch it with the, you know, the volume all the way up. Um, so I was like, dang, that was wild. So I'm like, man, I need to call people. Like I need to call somebody that knows a lot. Cause I, I'm not, I can't read on the road. So I need to call somebody that knows a little bit about this situation. And I'm like, bro, that's wild. Huh? And he was like, man, come, but she had that knife hmm. and she had that knife for that girl. And you know, I don't, you know, I don't know what she was going to do. My, my thoughts about the situation is, is I think it's wild for the police to kill people. Hmm. Like, that's my initial hmm. thoughts. I think it's wild for the police to kill people. I think it's wild for the police to kill black people. 
I think that the police need to need to have another non-lethal option potentially. If if the if if a, if someone were to tell me that the police was too far away for his taser to work, so give me a rubber bullet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that shit gonna hurt just as much as a regular bullet, but it's not gonna kill you. So that's that's kind of how I feel about it. I just think that they lit that chick up, and it and it was wild, and it was inhumane. And, and I think it was a little bit cruel and unusual because I think that we have other options nowadays. So I don't want us to all I, go ahead, go ahead, Raj. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I, I mean, I was wrapping it up, you know, but I just think that also on the flip side of things. So I do think that the police had a duty to protect that girl that was going to get jugged, probably get stabbed. Yeah. So, uh, you know, do I think it's as wrong if we're comparing wrongs as as George Floyd or Jacob Blake? No, but uh, but I still think it's wrong, you know, for them to do that. So, Raj, I think that it's interesting that um, we've come a long way in the podcast and four years strong. And I think that um, I think we we di- we diverge on our ideas on a lot of things. I think big issues. A lot of times we feel the same way about a bunch of these things. Um, I don't want it just, just to be like this whole everybody. We all feel the same way. But yes, my thought immediately was that, man, cops can't just be shooting people. I don't give a shit what's going on. Like, you can't make it about what's happening in this particular instance. Everything can't be about, the like, I mean, it's something that happens in my household all the time. Everything can't be about the last argument. It can't be about the thing that just happened. Sometimes you got to look at the pattern of things and be like, we got to stop this pattern. And... The pattern is that police shoot people, um, indiscriminately black people more often with less provocation than anybody else. Um, was he within his rights? Police can shoot people if they, if lethal force is being applied either to them or to someone else, a police can respond with lethal force. He's going to get off. He's not going to get in trouble for this. No, he, she, he's definitely he, not going to jail. He or she or whomever is not going to jail. We he's, could, we could get, going, yeah. we could get as, Amped up as we want. But my first thought was like, Botham Jean, a Tatiana Jefferson, those are the worst, right? You in your house, you're chilling, the police come murky, couldn't? Mm -hmm. Um, Or or even Botham Jean, it wasn't even a police, it was just an off-duty cop. Um, Mm -hmm. um, Ahmaud Arbery, that's terrible. You're just running in the streets and some old hicks come up and, and shoot you, couldn't? That is the worst. Cutting, George Floyd is bad, but he was doing something, right? It's counterfeit money. Um, um, Eric Garner was doing something. He was selling loose cigarettes. Mike Brown was doing something. He was stealing out of that store. Um, Trayvon Martin was doing something. He was in the neighborhood um, looking suspicious. Like, there's a whole bunch of accountability pieces for, like, black folks need to take accountability and then don't put yourself in these situations and you won't get killed, right? And that's the unpopular opinion post that I've been seeing from a lot of people we, we respect, a lot of people we know. Like, yeah, unpopular opinion, but don't be out here, whatever. That situation looked wild. Nick, people was fighting big outside. A nigga was kicking a woman in the face. In the face. <laughs> with the in front of the police. Yeah. Closer to the cops. Yeah. Cutting like yeah. Yeah. Randy Orton cutting punting her head. Yeah. That, that was and, my that was my Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, it was wilder. And and then when you look at the video, it's so like wild to see mm-hmm. old girl who's 16. Mm-hmm. But you trust me, you can't be you wouldn't be wrong to mistake her for being twenty four because she's a big oh, young lady. Oh, thirty, yeah. Had that had that knife like where they paused the video, ready jug. to jug her. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, you want to stop her cutting. I just wish mm-hmm. it would have been like cutting rubber bullet or cutting or or like or or taser in her neck or whatever or mm-hmm. come up mm-hmm. with that billy club and bang her behind the head mm-hmm. with that billy club cutting something. Mm-hmm. But then, like Raj said, like all of y'all are thinking, cutting if you wait one second later, she might have caught that other girl in uh, right under her chest cavity mm-hmm. in her heart and killed her cutting. Mm-hmm. Like instantly yeah. might have killed her, cutting. So if I'm the other girl's parents, if I'm the other people, I'm like, cutting, man. She's trying to juggle, cutting. It's not that she had a knife and she just was holding that thing. She's trying to juggle, cutting. It's, it's tough mm-hmm. for that cop to. It's tough. It's a tough this, situation. I think, for, for me, this is not one of them situations I really feel irate about. I think this is when you come in. We talk about training and police being trained properly, like. It's, it, it didn't. It didn't take four shots to get that girl off there, little girl. It didn't take four shots. And you missed two of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't. It didn't take that many shots, man. Bang that girl in the leg real quick. And, well, and you know that her. that's not a thing. I but yeah. Okay. Officer Friendly told us that's not a thing. Yeah, he did. He, he did. Yeah, leg. but because he, he wasn't trained, he trained by police, so he wasn't trained. He not any okay, <laughs> nigga. That nigga. Like, <laughs> the but I'm saying, yeah, I, 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 I just. I, uh, yeah, I, I I don't I didn't want to see the little girl like like die, but I do get if you see that girl jigging knife like you said, that girl c- catching her neck anywhere, you know that's that little girl life too. So then what? Damn if you do, damn if you don't. He was you know in a mean? tough it position. Was, it, it, it was wild. I, now I don't know what took his little counterpart so long to come out because they neither one of them had their gun drawn. They walked over because soon as he shot her, dude walked over so calm. And just start performing CPR on it, like you know, like he was like, "Bang him up, I, I'm gonna come try to save him." You know what I mean? From, but huh? from the story I'm hearing, wasn't she the one who called the cops to say that people? She, yeah, was, she, okay. People, she called grown the police. Women was trying to fight. Yes, yeah, and said grown people was trying to fight. And then she go grab a knife, and you know, but in in with what was going on when the police pulled up, he had his gun drawn. Dude kicked that girl hard as hell in yeah, the face. I, yeah, I don't know nothing. So what I don't do you know do? Nothing. Yeah, like, it's not enough. Yet. I think if the if somebody coming to break in my house and listen, we've seen many movies like this, and I'm I'm curious, mm-hmm. like if somebody's breaking in my house, cutting, and then I'm like defending my house, and I got that knife, and I and and like I catch them and I knock them down, and they're on the ground or they and against the wall, and fighting, yeah, and I, they don't and, know I go, who? and I and I go to stab them, and the cops walk in, they probably gonna shoot me, cutting, and tell mm-hmm. me to stop, but they probably when I see the cops. I'm probably going to turn around and be like, but you know, not to say that that young lady saw the cops, but if I see the cops, I'm going to be like, yeah, this is, this is the person who was breaking into my house and I just have the knife in my hand. I don't think I'm going to keep trying to jug them with the cops right there, like right next to me. Well, well, you know, maybe, maybe that young lady didn't see the cops. And that's the part that, yeah, that's the part I'm thinking. Maybe she didn't. But I think that that young lady saw the cop Mm. because I think that they had enough coppage out there to see. I think you can hear them sirens. And, and, and old boy, yeah, all of that. Old boy that kicked, that kicked that chick right. in the head. He didn't go and, to jail too. Oh, cutting that was body cam footage. Yeah, so like this wasn't. Like, I'm pretty sure if a cop is sitting in a car, if I remember right, he was out. Like the cop was outside the car and witnessed that dude kick that he chick. Was, in he the was face. walking up. Yeah. Cutting there was no respect 
for the for the police. Obviously, cutting that cop. I feel like we is so nice, cutting. That might be the nicest cop ever, cutting. He could disregard the fucking kicking of a woman in the face and see the actual danger, which is the other woman about to get mm-hmm. stabbed. And actually, his mm-hmm. police training stops that little girl from getting stabbed. Cutting. I know that that sounded horrible to say, but he actually like that. That's mm-hmm. hard to do, cutting. Like I think that's if we analyze yeah. it. Like, if if this was a police podcast, I feel like that's something that you might say. Yeah, I I think that like if this was a law enforcement <laughs> blue lives podcast, this is blue, definitely not blue, law enforcement. Blue, blue this friend is, nah. weekend. Hey, the 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 views. We're all blue friends. <laughs> the views. <laughs> of no, Alan saying, Raj, do not. I, I'm just I'm just saying that it that that man like saw the danger there, and that was that's tough to do. That's I don't think yeah. that there's anything wrong with saying that, like with analyzing what actually happened in that situation. That um, man could have shot the dude kicking the girl in the face, like, Exactly. Right. And missed and missed the jug. And then <laughs> and then the girl got jugged and died, and he shot a dude and died. And it would have just been a whole bunch. It, it'd been a lot of death out there, cutting. Adults yeah. need to keep them cheering in the house, though, cutting. Uh, who the grown That's women cutting? Like, oh, when she called the cops, lock the door. They go. What you gonna use the knife for to break the window to pick the lock? Cutting mm-hmm. police, they outside with a big knife. You don't have to go fight them, or whatever it is. If you're the one with the knife, you don't have to go fight them. Yeah. The cops on the way. I'm gonna come Can outside and to, fight you. I got a partner. I got a partner out here that I don't know how many bids he did, but he he's been to prison before. And that man tells me when you see police officers, he don't want to be nowhere around them. Like he's like I'm, I'm like borderline like spooked. Like I don't want to be around them boys. And I and and if and I feel like if if police officers was coming around for some some sort of altercation, that man would be like at attention, mm. you know, like mm-hmm. oops, mm-hmm. like whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa. Involved. I think at this point oh, we we, we know, all stopping our tracks, and I don't bro. Feel like, but not who is we all? I'm talking about, I'm talking about us. Not talking about them. I'm talking about like you got really young kids different than us. They didn't come up seeing. They, but they, were, they, they had ain't 80s babies. Kids out there. They had old schools out there. Yeah, but they, but they weren't fighting them. I'm talking about them, the people who was fighting us, them youngsters, bro. They look at police totally different than we did. We still, we come from the era where police would pull you over and beat your ass and send you home. Nothing, nothing happened. You know what I mean? They seen the killings. They like, fuck y'all. You know what I mean? They, they, they don't, they, these young kids on some different type of, they on different type of time than we were. We on, bro. It's totally different. Ain't no it, listen. Ain't no way in hell we got that fight. You see the laws come up. Everybody ain't stopped. I just think that there's something to say for like, hey, I don't want to get shot by the police. Right. That's what, like, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, that, that should be a thought process in a black person's head. But, at, that, and, at this, point. That, but that dude, oh, that dude, I'm, kicked I'm that not girl. drunk. I'm not. I'm not full of yes. full of that dope. I'm. I'm thinking. I'm sober. I'm pissed off. But I don't want to get shot by the police. So much. And he ran up and kicked that girl in the face while the lawman was walking up. That's what I'm saying. That's that different. They're not, they're not scared. Like, you're right. They're exactly. Not. That's what I'm saying. That's different. We, dog, as soon as you heard them sirens, somebody would say, hey, the laws, the laws, the laws. They yeah, always break running. up fights. And Everybody. And getting out the way. And it would have never been nobody out there. Yes. So, the, I, if somebody said laws are what they had their lives going. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. Like, these, these kids are different, dog. They don't care about them police. But more, more to yeah, Roger's right. point, we got to go to non-lethal tactics, dog. Like that rubber bullets, uh, what else you said? Taser, pepper spray. Yeah. 
Knock you up, that bitch. <laughs> nice yeah. to say. You said that already. Don't say anything nice. Don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing, nothing nice, nice to say, but I'll do nice. Ain't nothing nice. Yeah. Shit, I grew up in a truck bed. I don't know if you know what that means. I mean, like, shit. Southwest Louisiana, country shit. You know, alligator was still on. His head's still on him while we, while we, while we got him in the pit. You know what I mean? When I say a truck bed, I mean this. I used to get hype to ride in the back of my daddy's truck. Or anybody's truck for that matter. Couldn't like, you know, it probably wasn't legal. But you, you know, I thought where the, where, the, where the back tire went, that was like a built-in seat. Couldn't that's where you're supposed to sit. You can't convince me that that wasn't a seat back in the, in the 80s. Couldn't like, they might have even actually had like a little, a little pillar top on it where you could sit right there over the tire. But, um, or, or if, you happen to be in somebody's truck that had like that that toolbox on the back, and then you sit on the toolbox, cutting, and then it might even be more live if they had that back window on their truck that they could open up, and you're talking to somebody on the inside while you're sitting on the back, riding somewhere in the country. Man, I grew up in a truck bed, man. I'm just telling you, it's fly, cutting. And maybe at some points in my life, I've been like, I gotta move something. I gotta get this from point A to point B. Which one of my partners got a truck? And then I got to go look up and find who got a truck and ask them when's a good time, drop a call, pick up a truck, do the whole nine and, and, and use the truck. Trucks are useful still to this day. To this day, in the words of Deontay Wilder. Um, but there's another side to trucks. I was in the parking lot at a, at a local little strip mall the other day and there was a truck just acting bad. Just coming through with the big body tires, swerving. Backing in the spots, you know, acting like it was basically the whole parking lot belonged to him. And I was like, I know you're in a big truck or whatever, but you got to still adhere to some kind of etiquette. And I got pissed off and I gave the guy a little, little look. I threw up a little hand and it got me to thinking. Came up with this statement and this might be a statement of fact. It might be a statement of opinion. 60% of men with pickup trucks are overcompensating. I said what I, I said what I said, and the number might even be higher than sixty percent. I'm not saying that they necessarily have one thing or the other thing wrong with them, but something wrong with them, and they feel like they got to put on this big truck to show like something that they're really not. So all of that to say, I ain't got nothing nice to say about small ass men, and I really, 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 really ain't talking about physical size, but I'm talking about small ass <laughs> niggas in big trucks. So I won't say nothing at all. <laughs> this dude's so wild. Man. Y'all know some. Y'all know some people, dog. Small men in big trucks. It's a thing. It is a. And in Texas, I bet it's even more of a thing than in Colorado, but not as much of. But just as much of a thing as it is in Louisiana. That I, well, I, I know as of now, like you know, them boys lifting their trucks up. That's like a little part of the car culture right here right now. Um, because they got more black dudes doing it than white boys nowadays. Like they got whole little, you know, little, little car clubs and shit with that type of thing in it. I don't know if they come same for nothing because I never. Man, when you go to get your car, to when when are you sitting there like, hmm, I need to get this pickup as my as my main automobile? No, who thinks like, like that? <laughs> niggas who like trucks and who like to move shit. Like I don't know. 
Cut, I'm not talking uh, about an Escalade. Cut, I'm not talking about what, what's what's the what's I the know, nigga you, truck that we all, a, What was the what was the nigga truck we all uh, was like? Avalanche. Avalanche? Yeah, Avalanche. Chucky had one of them. But uh, yeah. <laughs> which which doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, fifteen with with fifteen fifteens in the back of that thing too. But that doesn't um, surprise me. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I'm not a truck guy. I don't I don't want a truck. Like I like my car, and but it mean I think a truck is needed. Like you said, a truck is needed. You know, if I had, if I need to like. I don't do enough to even need a truck right now. Like that extra room in the back is wasting time. Like I don't need all that. I just feel like a truck. We need to find whoever in our um space got the most space in their yard to park it, and we all need to put up a thousand dollars and buy a truck. And that the truck need to cost like a cash daddy three thousand dollar truck that's just sitting in somebody's yard with the the lowest insurance you could possibly have. And when we need to go move some stuff, you go move some stuff. Like that's yeah. how I feel about a truck. Yeah, I don't need So let me let me let me jump in let me jump into this one. So a truck, I, I I I'm sitting here and I really was trying to put myself in the headspace of why I would buy a truck. <laughs> like it took you a while though. Because I no, I mean well, what I'm thinking about is is like uh I I do think that it's um it's like re- a regional thing. It's I don't know why, but I I, I people in Louisiana like trucks. Mm-hmm. Like they just do. Like I don't, like I never did. But it's also another another thing of I don't live in Louisiana anymore yeah. by choice, so I just I don't think that I necessarily think like the typical or like the same things that Louisiana people like. I do think that people buy trucks for practicality, mm-hmm. but I also think people buy nice trucks for practicality and the fact that they could, you know, like they got some trucks out there that's like lab, like yeah. you know, Denali's out there yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. That's like super lab. And uh, and so I think it's kind of a best of both both worlds thing where I could I could I could do my truck and I could also mess around in the yard with it and carry my tools and all of that stuff. Yeah. I just um I just don't I'm not in that lifestyle. Yeah. But if I was in that lifestyle where I was an outdoorsman, I could see myself with um with a, a nice. Think truck. of your ten Maybe best friends. Truck that I think of your test ten best friends, right? How many of them own a truck, a pickup truck? Um, I mean, I, I I can't really think of my ten best friends, but we can go to C and H. Um, always had a truck. Always had a truck, and uh, and you know it was for see that's for work. No, no, no! I'm talking about a truck. Like he always had a pickup truck. Okay, so he goes to the like, one white friend like that he got and be like, the white boy had a truck. <laughs> I'm talking about everybody else. Cause I can't think of any of my friends who have a okay. truck. My brother has a truck. Your cousin got a trunk, Al. Truck. Who? What's your cousin? Oh, that's not my friend. That's my cousin. And I was about to oh, say okay. the same thing about Ash, about Roger. That's not his friend. That's his brother. You can't choose your family. You can choose your friends. Oh, okay. I'm gotcha. talking about friends. Why which... can't I choose my brother? Like, I mean, my you didn't brother, ch- my no, I'm saying in life, oh, you can't man. choose your family. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, that, that just so happens to be. So some... why would I choose to hang out? I would have chosen. You would not have hang out with your brother chose. just like I wouldn't hang out with my cousin because they're older than us. They wouldn't have been in our <laughs> circle. They'd be telling us shit we don't want to hear. We'd be like, well, I got to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would hang out with their big brother if they did. <laughs> 18 years not, older than you. That's yeah, nigga, get out of here. That'd, that'd be your mentor at church. Yeah. But no. Damn me your that, daddy. Right? I'm, no, but it's a, it's a whole bunch of stuff, though. I just think that that truck thing is, it's a weird flex. I mean, I don't hate it. 
I just don't think that this is. Oh, I know who got a truck. It's compensating um, that is, man. Nah, you know who got a truck who really, he don't even use his truck for that. He just got a truck. I don't know why he bought it, but he got a truck. Uh, Finch. But how, does he have another car or just a truck? Yeah, he got like a few more cars. Yeah. That's my part. Though. I but he drives his truck. But, no, it's, it, but he, no, he bought it, He bought his truck new though. If you got one car and it's a truck, it's weird. Yeah, he bought his truck new. <laughs> yeah, he drive that thing. I mean, he, he drive it every day. That's hilarious. That's so funny. You said that. That's uh, it. Might be a fact, but it might be an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> that's so hilarious. I, I I do like. I mean, you know, a part of me agrees with you. A part of me says let them people with trucks live. But yeah, I do think it's live, such man. a better idea to get with your partners, like because everybody got their partners, and and at one point in time in all of our lives, we will need a truck. Um, and I feel like we would probably do more if a truck was available. So um, get with your partners. Put up them, put up them three, four bands, five bands. If you want something, you know, and and get a truck between y'all. Right. I don't even think that, it gotta that be is, that. That is fun. three, four, five bands is more than what I'm thinking. Honestly, I'm thinking yeah, about some old night, some old 2000 and, 2008 Silverado yeah. that to us yeah. is perfectly good enough to go yeah. fishing with, to go put a something lo- in the back of. Listen, as long as the AC blow and the heat work, man, I don't care how that big can have all different colors on each. Just have a tape deck, nigga. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Bitch can have a tape deck and roll down windows. I don't give a shit. No, that's just, not the that's as long as the AC control. blow, long as the AC blow and the heat blow, I'm good. I just need the thing for two times. Like we go fishing, and when uh, the winter time come to haul the little wood, that's it. There you go, hauling wood. Man, listen, Gotti talking about these uh, nuts cutting. R.I.P. They say Welvin cutting. Is that a real he thing? Died? No. Cutting them pretty sure. No, I know they, they I saw um they, they caught him outside down bad. He homeless right now. He hurting hurting right now. I thought they said that man uh, was dead. Oh, I didn't see I didn't see that post. Okay, he might not be I, dead. Maybe it's just a thing. But I I, I saw a video yeah, a dude had walked up on him and um where was at the train station like down bad, uh needing some shit, just looking like he, you know, like he down bad, uh I didn't see nothing about him dying. No. Oh, dang. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, nah. It actually says, no, Welvin the Great is not dead. Yeah, not dead. These nuts guys, social media hoax debunked. Yeah. I'm alive and I'm okay. And I wish that these blogs would stop with all these rumors about Welvin being dead. He is very much alive and well. Welvin has a family that loves and care about him. Um, he hasn't had any dealings with. And then right under that, it says Welvin is actually living in the basement of Jay Z and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching a, a celebrity deaths, and it's got R.I.P. Welvin. That man been dead for a while, man. Like to the to the public. So I don't know if it's true or not. Cause that's funny. Yeah, but he he out of it though. Um, he down bad right now. Well. Uh, after I delete that whole part that I just said, um, since we just proved that it's wrong on the air, I'm a. I'm a uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he, he, man, he, like he, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, he he actually did tell like remember when we had that whole podcast about that little trend about those guys. You know, yeah. we were right about that because that's gone. You know, what I mean, so actually, I mean, if you want to say R.I.P. R.I.P. to. Him being booked and always in clubs and with different chicks oh, well, and no, all that. We've we been killed him away on that. 
Which yeah, no, I mean, the, I think everybody really killed them away. Like, you know, them boys ain't, the boy ain't booking them away. That, that little trend over with, so. Yeah, but that boy, oh, he homeless, stuff. man, boy down bad. And no, he, like, Jay, like, like Raj said, he with Jay-Z and Beyonce, the Black Saviors, man. Listen, nah, until next time, man, y'all, uh, y'all have a great weekend. These nuts. Make it a best friend weekend. These nuts, these nuts, these nuts. These nuts. And we at... Got him.